Thoughts are things. There's something that's really been on my mind this week, and uh, it's this. What is healing? What is healing? And I started thinking, well, healing, what I've been trained to explain is that healing is the revealing of this divine creative power that is at the core of every single one of us. There's a place in each and every one of us that has never been touched by outside circumstances. And I like to refer to this thing, this, this, this place, as the spiritual blueprint of our lives. And so every time we think that we're off track, every time something happens in our life, we can always relax and go right back to that spiritual blueprint. The roots of new thought lie in the healing of the physical body. Ultimately, if you go back in history and study how new thought came to be, it is really in the healing of the physical body, the notion that the mind has control over the body, essentially mind over matter. Now this is not meant to be a history lesson today, but I do think it is important to know how we got here. The work of mystic healers like Emma Curtis Hopkins and Phineas Parkhurst Quimby, well their work from the past is being explained today through the science of epigenetics. Now what is epigenetics? <laughs> well the study of epigenetics is actually the study of changes in the expression of genes that seemingly go beyond the limitations of a genetic code. So we're not looking just at the DNA, we're looking how that how it genes express. And ultimately the, the what epigenetics is telling us is this. We are not destined by our genetics. We're not destined to be anything. We're not destined to express in any particular way by our genetics. Dr. Bruce Lipton uh, is a man who changed my life forever when he spoke at a conference at the Asilomar Conference Grounds in Central California many years ago. We used to go there as an organization. Uh, this, the uh, Centers for Spiritual Living used to meet there every summer. I never took more notes than I did uh, in my life. I've never taken more notes than I did that day in his lecture. Now the, the basic premise of his work supports one of the ideas, one of the very, very ideals within the science of mind, which is this. It's expressed in Science of Mind's Declaration of Principles. We believe in the healing of the sick through the power of this mind. When I read that, it begs for me this question, what is healing? I've already talked about that, but what is sickness? What is sickness? What is the root cause of sickness? And ultimately what I would say is that sickness is a disbelief in wholeness. And when we disbelieve wholeness, well then our, sh our lives show up in that fashion. There's a sense that there are parts to things. We grow up with this sense that there are parts to things. And when we feel like those parts are disparate and disconnected, well, that's when we experience sickness, feeling apart. Ernest Holmes writes, it is the practitioner's business to uncover the divinity inherent in every person. When we uncover that divinity, we recognize how we are all interconnected, how each and every one of us is a part of the infinite wholeness. And that's how we heal by coming back to wholeness. Ernest Holmes also wrote, 
We leave the field of uh, sorry, we leave the field of material medica to do its own work. Our work is done entirely in the field of mind. Without controversy, we work side by side with any doctor the patient may desire. We in the field of mind, the physician in his own field. If this persisted in over a period of years, the two fields will be brought closer together. Now he wrote that back in the 1920s. And I do believe that this is where we are continuing to go, where the field of science and faith are coming together more and more and more through things like epigenetics. Research is supporting more and more this mind-body connection. But it begs this question, when you are sick and you go to the doctor, have you ever asked your doctor to pray? Think about that. What is your reaction to that? Get clear on that reaction because that reaction may be an indicator of a belief that is actually detrimental to your health. Now the doctor may not believe in prayer, that's fine, and it may not be an appropriate place to be, but prayer is the use of the mind what we call spiritual mind treatment, simply affirmative prayer. It is the use of the mind for the purpose of creating change in our physical world. So the first step in healing is this, change your mind. So there are three major keys, mental keys in healing. And I, I will admit freely, I have taken this and I've encapsulated, uh, they, they've been encapsulated by my mentor, Dr. James Mellon, but what I have come to realize is that these three things can really change everything. It's this, love only, forgive everything, and remember who you are. It has become my experience that allowing these to be primary ideas in my mind, my experience of life has gotten better. I have experienced profound healing because of the intentional expression of love. But let's start at the end. Remember who you are. You are the center and circumference of your being. You are the very essence of Godness as you. There is no separation between you and this divine creative energy. The infinite nature of the divine creative energy is you. It's right at the core of your being. You can do all that it does. And if you don't believe you can, well, that's the limitation that you've placed on yourself and it's simply working perfectly. Well, that said, there is nothing and no one, there's nothing outside, there's no one outside of ourselves who can wrong us. Now, this is a hard pill to swallow for many people. What we perceive as wrong is only that, perception. When we take control of our perception, we get to decide how we move forward. And that's how I choose personally to live in personal responsibility. So what it means is this, let us live in forgiveness. That's part two. When we, when we know who we are and we take personal responsibility for everything, well then we can live in a place of forgiveness for everyone and everything that we feel may have wronged us because that wronging is only in our perception. Now, infinite forgiveness does not mean to forget. I'm not saying forget. 
as, as, as Maya Angelou says, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. When someone shows you who they are, believe them, but that's actually a whole other talk. Try forgiveness in your life. Uh, try forgiveness if for no other reason, simply because it's a loving act. It is an ultimate act of love to be forgiving. And if we are going to be love only, then we need to be in a place of infinite forgiveness. When we forgive, we are left with nothing other than love. So can you love only? Can you love only? For many, that seems to be a big challenge. It's very easy to, oh, let's face it, I'm in LA. It's very easy to get out onto the roads and drive around in, in you know, notorious Los Angeles traffic to allow ourselves to get to that place of anger and, dis and, 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 and disgust with everyone around us who are all idiots, right? Everybody around us is an idiot. Well, that's not a loving, harmonious uh, mindset. I have found that when I change my mindset out in the traffic of Los Angeles, well, then everything flows easily and effortlessly. Love only does not mean being a doormat. Being a doormat actually may indicate that there is a lack of self-love. If you don't love yourself, that's not love only. And we experience that mindset in our world. Love only, forgive everything, and remember who you are. These are the three keys to a healing consciousness. Live a life with these keys at the forefront of our minds and we experience a life of change. At the end of the day, the mind and the body are connected. So what we're talking about is training the mind to let these be at the forefront. When we train the mind to let these be at the forefront, well, everything changes. Clarity of mind means clarity of body. Ease of mind means ease of body. Strength in mind means strength in body. And that's how we heal. Namaste. Thoughts Are Things is an independently produced podcast. You can check out my blog, sign up for regular updates, or leave a comment on what you've heard today by visiting jonathanzens.com. Also, check out the latest on the development of the spiritual community I am founding in Tucson, Arizona, by liking our page on Facebook. Use the search function on Facebook and look up the page by typing in Tucson New Thought. Finally, my book, Thoughts Are Things, is now available on Amazon.com. Just look up Jonathan Zenz at Amazon and order your copy today.